left behind. You know, there's something going on with the phrase left behind. United States military in Afghanistan, um, the leadership of the United States military and the federal government and the presidency said that no man's going to be left behind. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so they did this withdrawal, which had all kinds of, you know, logistic problems with it. And then finally, the Taliban surrounded the airport so nobody else could get in there. And the, and the United States military wouldn't go out into the city to save these people. And so anybody who didn't make it into the airport, technically, there were still some that were being thrown over the wall, babies, children. Some got through that were in a little moat around the airport. You know, but if you couldn't get into that moat that was around the airport, you got left behind. And there are United States citizens, birth citizens, not just like citizens because they became, you know, citizens in Afghanistan to help the government. We're talking birth citizens that are in that country that cannot come home. There was one report, 14 Sacramento adults, Sacramento, California adults were left in Afghanistan. And, it, and the military couldn't go get them. Why the military couldn't go get them is because I guess they didn't want to escalate another, you know, mini war. So they said, look, we got everybody we could. But the preparation of getting those people into that airport before that withdrawal was announced mm -hmm. was very minimal. Could you imagine being as a, a worker for the federal government of translator living in Afghanistan in the city of Kabul? All of a sudden there's this like, announcement we're withdrawing get to the airport now and all of a sudden this military the Kabul uh, the uh, Taliban military came running in the city you get out of your house you go walk down the street to get the bus to the airport and there's this guy with his guns ready to kill you mm -hmm. you had to get back in your house and and you couldn't get out of your sh house how are you gonna get to the airport when someone's down the end of the street with a gun ready to kill you and and they were like help help and they're making phone calls and, and they were left behind. Nobody was coming for them. What kind of feeling is that, Pat? Something special in the sense of like, God has a perfect plan. And you know, even if it's not the plan that we think, which is the worst thing that we could ever think of, God's still gonna do something for not only his children, but God has a way of ministering to the saints. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes when the saints get ministered to, that blessing also falls on the unsaved too. Yeah. And sometimes the unsaved receive, you know, the rain, the Bible says the rain falls on the just and the unjust. The rain falls on the wise and on the foolish. The rain falls on both. On both. On both. And um, so really, that's what's going on today, and that's what's happening. And, uh, but I wanted to use the phrase, left behind. Because what does that phrase really, really mean? Yeah. The scripture says that. And that's a common denominator for every single believer to believe. And when the Lord comes back, only the believers are going to be with him. And the unbelievers are going to be left behind. And so could you, so in my, so back to my doctrine of pre-trib, could you imagine that you're living in this world, I'm not sorry, mm -hmm. and this world is uh, functioning and all of a sudden, 
you know, one day the Lord comes back and people are missing. You know, people are missing and there's mega tremendous problems throughout the whole world because of car accidents and airplane accidents and people saying they can't find people who they love and you know and this all happens the scripture says in first corinthians in the twinkling of an eye we shall all be changed in a twinkling of an eye how fast is a twinkling of an eye a fraction of a second that's how fast the rapture is going to happen and i, and I think we need to realize that it is a true principle that the Lord's coming back. And are you prepared? Are you prepared? Mm -hmm. Well, let's think. How to be prepared? Do you have the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? That's the very first thing to be prepared. Mm -hmm. Asking Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior. Yes, so this guy, in, in this report that we're going to have on our blog, it says... I was driving home in heavy traffic when some cars began going into all directions. <laughs> they crashed into poles, buildings, and other cars. You won't believe this, but they didn't have any drivers. That's going to be something that's going to be said over and over again you're, when the Lord comes back. You're talking about chaos, man. So some people are going to say, you know what I think? I think we've been invaded from outer space. It's some kind of death ray. I've never been so scared in my life. You know, did you see the movie Monsters, Inc.? Yes. And when they interview all the monsters, when they met the little baby, and the baby, and they think babies are poisonous and they can't touch them, and, and the baby was found in the, in the room on the back of Mike Sully, and then they got all scared when they found the child laying in that room, and it's like everybody started like freaking out and running around in the whole town, and then the, and it's funny, they had the CDC. You know, Control Disease Center, show up, and they came through the windows at the top, you know, to exterminate this child. And, uh, but somebody said, they zoom up on one of the monsters. It was a wild animal. It just had laser beams coming out of its eyes, and it picked up cars with its mind powers and threw them across everywhere. And it's like people made up all these wild stories. You got to check it out on Monsters, Inc. It's hilarious. Monsters, Inc., by the way, is my favorite movie. And, um, but that's what's going to be said in the tribulation. Yeah. People are going to be saying, I, you know what I think? I think I've been in, we've been invaded by outer space. Yeah. And aliens came, and they took people away. And it's like, and they, with their wild rays coming out of their eye beams, they just made people disintegrate. You know, and it's like, okay. The Bible has told us for the last 2,000 years to presently today, and who knows when, that rapture will happen, and then uh, the Lord came back and took his believers home. Yeah. How much more peaceful and understanding could it not be? And you see, the people are going to make up wild ideas. But millions of Christians someday are all suddenly going to disappear. Mm -hmm. It will be the greatest mystery of all time. The news media is going to go ballistic. Yeah, it's like they, they're going to have so much stuff and uh, they're going to be hysterical. And, uh, and, the, and all the computer networks and phone lines will be jammed with millions of calls from frantic people looking for those that are missing. It says that unsaved husband and wife will wake up to discover their Christian mates are gone. Yeah. Remember we talked about that last week. We talked about being on Eagle Yelp. Oh, yeah. Right? 
So that that will be interesting. There's there's another reason why unequally yoked's gonna happen. <laughs> your 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 mate's gonna be left behind. Oh, we are gone. What am I gonna do, Tony? Yeah, you understand what I, what I'm saying? It's it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, so and crazy. parents are gonna be frantically locating their missing children Children. everywhere and uh teenagers are going to be running around the school hall desperately trying to find friends who have disappeared and what are we talking about we're talking about the return of the lord and it's also called the rapture so the bible does talk about rapture the word rapture in english is not in the bible it's not in the bible pat you know the word rapture is not in the bible Yet we believe in the, in, the, in the rapture. And the reason why we believe in the rapture is because just because the word rapture is not in the Bible doesn't mean we don't have the word what the Greek says, raptoro. Yeah, this is or the name. Latin is raptoro. Yeah, All right, so here's the thing. The word raptoro. So in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16 for the lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout so some of the characteristics of what's going to happen in the uh, rapture it's going to come with a shout with the voice of the archangel so there's a archangel which who are the three archangels we have michael and we have lucifer lucifer is a fallen archangel and we have gabriel okay so gabriel's blowing the the trumpet and the voice is coming from Michael, and there's a shout. That's amazing. The Bible wants us to shout, and then it says, and with the trump of God, Gabriel's blown the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. So those that are in the grave are going to be out of the grave. That's that twinkling of an eye in 1 Corinthians, it tells us. And then verse 17, then we which are alive and remain, shall be now here it is here's the word raptoro in latin ready in english be caught up in english it's be caught up in latin be caught up is translated raptoro so our present day english has a word called rapture which is the definition be caught up Every believer is going to be raptured. Even if you're a post-trib, you're going to be raptured at the end. Rapture is happening to every believer. It don't matter what age, what gender, uh, where, you know, what kind of hair you have, what color. It don't matter, Tony. And now another description of it. It says, be caught up together with them. So all believers are going to be together. In the clouds. So who else is going to be there? The believers that are already in heaven are going to be with the Lord. That's just just that one statement, forever be with the Lord. It's just a powerful statement. Some people say, oh, heaven's a big place and you're going to have all this like locations and places where you live and this golden street and, you know, it's a city and, you know, we got billions of people. Hey, wherever we're at, we're going to be with the Lord. He's always going to be there. That's awesome. And, and it's like, okay, that's good. And then it says, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So, you know, these, these words have fear, but these words also have comfort. 
if you have Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, these are words to rejoice over. Listen, if you're in Afghanistan and you've been left behind, you can oh, and you have the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, you can always rejoice no matter where you're at. I know I don't take that lightly. You know, if I was there, you know, I would be like really going insane. That's what God has. But the bottom line is, I would have to bring myself to the Lord and say, I realize what the Lord is doing in my life. And I'm always going to be with the Lord, no matter where I'm at. And so wherever you're at today, you're always going to be with the Lord. So this uh, left behind is, is a real thing. But let me ask you this question, Pat, and those that are listening. What will happen to those left behind? You see little glimpses of this. What's going on in Portland, Oregon? Right. People are out of control. They're like the criminals mm-hmm. do. I'm not saying the criminals run the city in Portland. But if they want to steal something, they walk in and go walk right out. They want to kill somebody, they pull out a gun, shoot them. If they want to rape somebody, if they want to do harm to someone, yeah. you know, the criminals are running that city in Portland. Don't go there for a vacation, okay? You're asking for your, taking your life in your hands. But here's the thing. The whole world's going to be like Portland, Oregon. Everywhere you go. It's just the criminals are going to be ruling the city. See, why is it happening now? Here's the, here's the thing. You can see glimpses of what the tribulation will look like before the tribulation happens. Yeah. So the tribulation has a shadow of things to come. So here's the thing to come. The criminals are going to be running the world. They already are. You can go to certain nations today where the military will shoot you on sight. It's shoot first, ask questions, not later, but never. And you can go to places today where the thugs will rob you, beat you up, kill you, rape you, and throw you in the river. And everything I just said aren't made up ideas. That's literally what's happening. New York City, tremendous amount of criminal activity. Portland, the whole city's falling apart. San Francisco, there are situations and places in San Francisco that people are fleeing from. Chicago, Chicago, it's just like daily people are being shot. Philadelphia is one of the most intense cities in the whole country with murdering thugs, each other, and children are getting clipped with bullets every other day. You know... And they're getting killed. We just had a child, a four-year-old girl, just shot with a bullet at a Friday night football game at Academy Park High School, right down the street from where we work at here. A and and, 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 a bu- and the, the guy shot two bullets, killed a four-year-old, and hit a 12-year-old. That's right down the street here, my house. That's like two miles away, Pat. And see, this is a foreshadow of things to come. And, and it's coming, this foreshadow is going to be on your front step. It's going to be out in front, your front yard. Yeah, I think And that's before the rapture. That's before the rapture. What's going to happen to us being left behind? Well, evil's going to rule. So, 
And we already see a foreshadow of that. But then there's a second thing that's going to happen. The first three years of the tribulation, three and a half years, not only is evil going to rule, but Pat, everybody hates Israel. And there's going to be a global rebelling against the nation of Israel. Absolutely. Every single nation in the world is going to say, Israel's got to get their act together. So, what's going to happen is there's this political figure who's going to have an influence over the European nations and also all the nations of the whole world, but predominantly the European nations. And this political figure is going to say, let's not kill Israel, let's protect Israel. Mm -hmm. And everyone's going to say, whoa, why? Whoa, 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 whoa. And, and Israel's going to say, yeah, this is the guy we like. Mm -hmm. And then the Israeli government is going to receive this political figure as saying, this is the guy who's going to bring us peace. And this political figure is going to reset. And let's give money to Israel and Jerusalem to build their temple. And so Israel is going to be like faint. They're going to be like, what? A person in this world is saying we should be protected? And they're going to give us money to build a temple? It's going to be America. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like there's this influence on Israel where everybody hates them. And this guy is going to say, don't hate them. Let's bring peace. Bible says when they say peace, that's when terror is going to break out. When the world says peace, the devil is planning on bringing malicious attacks. But they'll give you a little bit of peace in the beginning, and then when you trust them, they turn on you and take you. Mm. And see, that's the way the devil works. And see, this man's going to say, let's bring peace, let's build a temple, let's give them money, let's not attack Israel. And Israel's going to say, yes, they're going to build this temple. And all of a sudden, this guy's going to say to all the Israelis, you have to bow down and worship me. And Israel's going to say, we don't bow down to anybody except for God. Now, there's going to be political figures in Israel that are atheists, that will say, yeah, no problem, we'll bow down and, and thank you. But the majority of the Israeli people are monotheistic as they believe in one God. And even the Muslims believe in one God. And the Muslim religion, even though I believe is not the religion that truly seeks the Lord, they have a, a spirit of saying there's only one God. And when this man says, I'm one God, unsaved, believer, unsaved people, Jewish, unsaved people, Muslim, are going to realize this is the wrong person. And then they're going to say, who is the right person? And Muslims and Jews, which is the two largest religions in the world besides Christianity, Muslims and Jews are going to turn to Christ. And the biggest and greatest evangelistic revival will have begun. 
and more people will ask Jesus to be their savior in the last three and a half years of that tribulation than all the people since the beginning of Christ that have gotten saved. All the people before that tribulation period that got saved, that number is going to be bigger than that number. That's how many people are going to turn to the Lord. The majority of the world is going to flee from the Antichrist and ask Christ to save them. But here's the thing. Those people who turn to Christ, Muslims turning to Christ, Jews turning to Christ, unsaved people turning to Christ, are going to have to separate from the world, and they won't take the mark of the beast, the Bible says, where they have to take this number, the number of man, 666, either on their forehead or they're on, their, uh, on their wrist, on top of their hand. And the reason why is because they won't be allowed to buy anything if they don't have that mark. So what's going to happen to those left behind? They're going to be told to obey this man, this political figure, and they're going to be told to take this financial mark to be able to buy. And if you don't have this mark, you can't go in a store. Could you imagine somebody not allowing you to go in a store? Could you imagine somebody was saying, we will not serve you or sell you anything? Can you, I'm asking you, can you imagine that? It's going to be a chaos. I hope you would say, yes, I can imagine that, because today yeah. you can't go in a store unless you have a mask on in some sections of our country. Ah, and today you can't go, yeah. and you can't go to work that is and make money unless you take a government-mandated vaccine. And you know what? These are foreshadows Sons. of the tribulation. Yeah. Not only is it going to be a vaccine and a mask, and that's what we see today, but it's going to be a financial transaction numeric number that you have to take into your body to be able to protect. Who knows? Maybe the CDC will say this number is a health reason for you to be able to, to be healthy, you have to take this number. CDC will force it on you. And if you say, no, I have the freedom of choice, I don't have to take that number, they're going to take you off to jail. And the Bible says all those that get taken off to jail, because they believe in Christ as their Savior, they're going to put to death. And the cries of the martyrs will be so great that they'll hear them in heaven. And there will be tears in heaven. That's why the Bible says at the end of Revelation, he will wipe away every tear because there's going to be great tears in heaven over the martyr of the saints on earth. It's incredible. Here, um, here's some information yeah, about the last 20. days. Verse 21. Matthew 24, verse 21. You ready? For then shall the great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be, and except those days should be shortened. So for some reason, Pat, this daylight is going to be shortened. Man, that's not good. <laughs> there should no flesh be saved. How, how, is, how is a day going to be shortened? That's a lot of Two ways. Either the sun's not shining or the government's going to mandate not allowed outside your house. 
No, we just went through it. <laughs> government's <laughs> government's going to quarantine. Yeah, yeah, we just went through your it activity bad. outside. We just went through it with the How about that? That's a sign. <laughs> Except those days should be shortened. You're not allowed outside. It's coming. Our quarantine. Well, we went through it this summer and last year. <laughs> That's verse 22. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Ten years ago, when I exposit oh, Matthew 24, yeah. I couldn't explain to you. I would say some missile is going to hit the sun. No. Or some somebody's going to shake the earth off the axle and it's going to move, and the clouds and darkness is going to come earlier. Here it is. The government's going to quarantine people from being outside. That's this verse. It says, there shall no flesh be saved. So everybody would be killed if we were allowed outside, right? People but for the killed. elect's sake... I'm probably one of them. I'll probably have to go outside. So, look, for the elect's sake... Now, the word elect there means chosen of God. Those people that have asked Jesus to be their Savior... So, that's a phrase that means people are going to be saved in the tribulation. Will people get saved in the tribulation? More people will get saved in the tribulation than any other period. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. So, I don't know what shortened means. It could be that we have so many earthquakes or nuclear explosions that the whole earth's axle tilts a small amount. And the moon comes out earlier than the sun. And so the regular 12-hour period from the sun, 6 in the morning to 6 at night, is going to be shortened. Because the axle of the earth is going to... Maybe that's the answer. Or maybe it's the government's going to say, you're not allowed outside, only between 10 in the morning and 3 in the afternoon. Maybe that's the answer. I don't know. But for the elect's sake, those shall be shortened. Then if any man shall say unto the Lord, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it or not. So there's going to be people running around saying, I saw Jesus. Have you ever heard of anybody saying, I saw Jesus? How about Reverend Sun Young Moon? He, he, he said he was Jesus. He said, I'm Jesus, the Messiah, on earth today. And if you believe me, you think Sun Young Moon's not having an influence? That dude's ruling all over South Korea. That's crazy. And people follow him all day long. Here, verse 24. For there shall arise false Christ mm -hmm. and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. So listen. Even believers might start thinking that these false prophets are true. Behold, I have told you before, wherefore, if they, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. So listen, there's many false prophets that are going to be leading people into a, a, a mockery of Christ, a mockery of true religion. How about, how about uh, Jim Jones telling all those people, he's God's representation on earth, take this communion. And let us all die together. They all knew they were going to die. It wasn't like surprise. They all knew Sinai was in the drink. They all took it willingly. 
That's insane. And, and those, man. and you know, they have documentation on Jim Jones. Yeah. And those that re, those that said I'm not taking it ran, and and the deacons and the elders had rifles and they shot him in the back and killed him, as they ran. So people are like, well, I either take this drink or I'm getting a bullet in the back. You had no choice. They were gonna die. And see, that's the way the devil works. He takes away your choice and just takes you to hell. And so Matthew chapter 24 gives us descriptions of what the tribulation is going to be like. Well, you know, Pat, we, we talked about some pretty intense things today. Man, yeah. So that put in summary for the people. I think summary is you don't have to be left behind. Mm -hmm. You can ask Jesus to be your Savior today. And if you invite Christ in your life right now, by faith, calling on him and asking him to be your personal Lord and Savior. That's why Jesus Christ died on the cross, shed his blood for your sins, and rose again from the grave, proving he is God, so that he could come into your life, forgive you of your sins, and give you true peace in your heart. Hey, listen, we're all going to experience terrible things and death. You don't have to be afraid if you have Jesus as your Savior. And if you've asked Jesus as your Savior and you're watching this podcast, you did that just now, and you say, yes, Tony, I'd like to invite Christ to be my Savior. Leave a comment, email us at youthfulonesshow at gmail.com and let us know. And you can be prepared and not be left behind. That's the key. You know, a lot of people are preparing their life insurance, leave money behind for their family. They're preparing their retirement savings, leave money behind so I can live off of that for the last 20 years of my life. You know, well, how about being prepared for all eternity? That's the most important preparation that you could do. Yeah. Be prepared for all eternity. So ask Jesus to be your savior today. That's my, that's my summary. All right, thank you. God bless you. Talk to you soon.